Welcome to the Tutor Podcast, the only weekly show for anyone who is in the business of helping people. If you're a tutor, a teacher, or a coach, the Tutor Podcast will help you start, grow, and love your tutoring business in plain English without the buzzwords and BS. If you want to make more money and make more of a difference, the Tutor Podcast will be with you every step of the way. Hi, it's Neil Camado here with episode 30 of the Tutor Podcast. And today we're going to be talking about staying playful in your tutoring business. Why it may be the most important factor in ensuring you can stay happy in tutoring for decades. So let's get cracking. First things first, please, please, please be real about tutoring. If you hate tutoring, everybody will know. You'll struggle to find students and that probably means you won't do well financially, which will make you unhappy about teaching. And around we go again, over and over. And if you're not having fun, you might want to consider a change of career right now. Because sooner or later, you'll either want to change career or you'll have no choice. And that's why playfulness really, really matters. Because if you laugh and smile all day long whilst you're making a good living, you'll almost certainly stay in tutoring for a very long time. I am absolutely certain that playfulness is the key to a long career and a successful business. Playful tutors don't attract students or retain students. They have fans, fans who love to keep coming back for more fun and more learning with, guess who? You. And if you're having fun all day long, then retirement probably won't appeal to you and the thought of taking a job that tears you away from teaching won't hold much appeal either. If your tutoring sessions are fun for you, you'll never work another day in your life. This has been my experience since 1999. Fun, fun, fun with great people and a constant flow of cash as a byproduct. I sometimes ask myself, do you believe I get paid to do this? Sometimes I even ask my students if they can believe I get paid to do this. In fact, when my evening's work is over, there's a sort of slump that happens. I suppose it's the moment when I realise that all my friends have gone home and there's nobody left to play with. Imagine having that level of engagement in the way you make your living. Now, I defy anyone to show me any other business with that kind of five o'clock feeling. Now, with that in mind, here are my suggestions about how we can all stay playful, teach better, do better business, and have a ton of fun whilst we're in a great living in our tutoring and coaching businesses. Number one, continuously explore your field. Stay curious. If you're not busy learning more and becoming more expert, more proficient and effective in the way you teach, you're probably not going to be around and you're probably not going to have a lot of fun. So keep learning, keep exploring. Do more of the stuff that you love. And two, ask, how else can I do this? If you only have one way of teaching or one method of explaining a subject or a particular component of your field, 
deal like a craftsman who only has a hammer in his toolbox. Whatever kind of fastener you encounter will always look like a nail if all you have is a hammer. Number three, lighten up. Nobody likes a grouch. Put your happy smile on every time you teach. There's no point being miserable because it will rub off on your students. They won't want to be around someone who's grumpy, unhappy or depressed. So first things first, manage your state. I would recommend at least a little understanding of your own state and how to manipulate it. Number four, ask your students to do things wrong. Remember, failure becomes success if you ask them to do it badly. So you set in the standards for effective performance and progression very, very low. Now, when you've asked them to do it wrong and they do it wrong, congratulate them on fulfilling the mission. This is playing games with the whole frame which we put around success and failure and progression. It's great fun. Always good for a laugh. Five, catch them doing something a little bit right and then amplify it. Your teaching methodology is to catch them doing it wrong and then tell them how to do it right. Then you probably will be putting your students off from just having a go and seeing what works. I used to train casino croupiers and when I caught the new trainees doing it wrong because I hadn't actually trained them fully to do that operation effectively and they hadn't practiced and repeated it and I gave them a chewing out, every single one of them quit. When I flipped that model upside down and started to catch them doing it a little bit right and then suggest little tweaks and improvements while staying humorous and happy and smiling, congratulate themselves on doing it so badly. Then everybody stayed. Six, use humor to teach. Jokes are a great way of getting ideas across. So incorporate jokes into your teaching patois, if you like, in your patter. Number seven, draw pictures. Stupid pictures, even if you're not very good at drawing. Pictures can convey messages very effectively. And if they're bad pictures, you can still get the message across. I've drawn hundreds upon hundreds of terrible pictures over the years because it helps me to put the message across to my students. It also, without telling them, informs them that it's okay to do things badly as long as they're effective. Eight, invent catchphrases. I use terms like square pairs, um, minimalist box, zebra crossing, T-shape, to encapsulate ideas. They're my little catchphrases. Number nine, write little poems or limericks to tie your ideas up in. Some of the great stories of humanity have been written in verse form because it makes memorization easier and faster. 
So don't be afraid to write little poems, little limericks, little phrases that tie an idea up in a little bow and give it to your students. Number 10. Create and use games to demonstrate ideas. I've developed a number of games over the years to assist guitar players in becoming better at what they most want to do. And they've been some of the most effective teaching tools in my repertoire. So create your own games. Play around. Just have fun with the ideas. Number 11. Use stories when you teach. Parables, if you like. I mean, that's how the Bible works. It's how a good many of the world's great religious texts work. Through the power of story. Humans love stories. Why not have little characters who solve the problems that your students are grappling with? It's just an idea. Throw it in there. Mix it in the pot. Come up with new things. Number 12. Pursue the rabbit holes of curiosity. This ties into a very first point about staying curious. Keep learning. You will have your own rabbit holes. More importantly, your students will have rabbit holes. When your student asks why, explain why. Because many people need that underpinning of why. So don't be so serious about today's lesson plan that they absolutely cannot get their rabbit hole questions answered. As you wrestle to try to explain, you may well stumble across a whole new and a better way to teach that subject. Following on from there, encourage questions. This is number 13. Not just about your taught field. Remember that you are their resource and you are there to serve them. If your students have something on their mind, they're not going to be focused on learning. If they look troubled, just ask them if they're okay. If they have a question, encourage them to ask questions. Remind them there is no such thing as a stupid question. The stupid question is the one you forgot to ask or you were afraid to ask, so you never got the answers that you needed. 14 then. Remember to never take yourself too seriously. Listen. If you're the most important person in the room, your student's in the wrong room. Teaching anything is about the student first. So please check your ego at the door of your teaching room. Keep it light. Remember, you're not the most important person in the room. Don't be too precious. Don't take yourself too seriously. Lighten up. Fifteen and finally then, above all else, Share your love affair with your subject. Infect your students with your enthusiasm and delight in what you do. For example, if you're a math teacher, show them how the numbers dance. Show them how helpful, cheeky, playful and friendly numbers can actually be. Show them how useful they are. For myself, I'm primarily a guitar teacher, but I see my role as a grower of players and a nurturer of their passion to play. I nurture the whole person. I show them the pathway to fun and the pleasure of music. 
and lead them to the revelation of their own inborn creativity and their own music. But essentially, I hang out with my cool friends and we play guitar together while we're both having fun. And I reckon that's a hell of a business model. So that, guys, that's my 10 cents worth on staying playful. Remember to make your passion and your profession merge. Turn your playfulness into profit. The more fun you're having whilst you're teaching, the more fun your students will have and the faster they will learn, the more they will love you, they will refer you and they will become your greatest fans, advocates and source of new students. So let me know what caught your ear in this episode and how you got on putting the ideas to work in your business. I'd love to hear from you. So get in touch via the Tutor Podcast website or info at neilcowardo.com. In the next episode, we'll be talking about bright, shiny pennies, distraction, and how to avoid it, how to manage multiple distractions, or better still, how to eliminate them altogether. I'll see you next time. But till then, remember to subscribe to the Tutor Podcast and get all the updates and more tips that you need to help you to start, grow, and love your tutoring business. See you next time. Have a fabulous day. Get in touch with the Tutor Podcast via email or social media, and the Tutor Podcast team will be listening. Subscribe on iTunes, and you'll automatically get the latest episode directly sent to your device. And remember to share, rate, and review TTP so that we can help other people to start, grow, and love their tutoring businesses.